Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com. Full Service Radio. Hello. Oh my gosh. Good morning. It's time to GTFO. Hi, everybody. Welcome to GTFO Radio. My name is Allison Lane. Uh, Today is June 20th, or as I would like to call it, post-Juneteenth. Literally nothing else matters after Juneteenth, but here we are on June 20th. Um, 2019 year of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ GTFO stands for get the faith out this is a Christian show (laughs) Uh, in the studio today I have a wonderful guest Uh, please welcome Bethany hi hi hey Bethany Mm. Bethany would you like to tell the listeners uh, around the world who listen to GTFO every week what you are who you are what you do Things. Um, I am a recently 30-something white girl <laughs> living in Washington, D.C. Okay. Um, there's several dog parks near my house. It's very important to me. Okay. Um, and uh, not important to me, I'm a Gemini, but important to everyone else. That's very important. So wow. apparently I'm a backstabbing, conniving bitch, but also lovely. Oh, that sounds exciting. Wow, you're dynamic. Thank Interesting. You. Lexia, hi, how are you this morning? I'm good, Allison. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, so here's a fun backstory to the listener. Everybody here is having a difficult morning. <laughs> really? A very difficult morning. Really difficult. All of us are having a very bad time. I almost stepped on a rat on the way here. Um, I, I was walking and looking at my phone because I was trying to see where everybody was. And I don't normally walk with my phone because I feel like that's a bad thing, especially in the city. And you run into poles. And then here, here's what happens. Fucking rat pops up. Here I am screaming on the sidewalk in DC. Everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, rats just don't belong near my feet. How am I supposed to go through the day? Cause you know, after a rat touches your foot, what's the first thing you got to do? You have the plague. Cut off that foot. Absolutely. You know, you don't need that. That doesn't belong to you anymore. So we narrowly missed uh, amputation. We narrowly so, missed an Ebola outbreak. <laughs> like, all is, like all the things are bad. Alexia. Yeah. You ha- terrible morning. So I was telling Allison, Bethany, like, was yesterday Juneteenth? Yes. Did I go out? Yes. Did I let white men buy me drinks? Yes, girl. As reparations? Yes. yes Did girl. I drink too many? Absolutely. Am I in absolute pain this morning? No doubt. Um so worth it, girl. Rough. But it was worth it. Worth for it, sure. girl. Get for them sure. reparations. I'm proud of you, honestly. And you were on time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a win. Yes. Yeah. You know what? I'm mm-hmm. proud of her. Honestly, she could have been later. I was. <laughs> <laughs> so you've also had a rough morning. I heard a dog shit somewhere. So I just got a puppy wow. yesterday. Uh, he is an old English sheepdog. Welcome, Nigel. To the family. Wow, congratulations. Um, and so I am crate training him. Last night, he slept like an angel. And this morning, I woke up to uh, several mounds of dog shit in the crevices of his paws. So I spent a good maybe 45 minutes just scrubbing with a washcloth, 
shit out of white, fluffy paws. That sounds disgusting. It wasn't ideal, I have to say. Not something I want to do before mm. I eat breakfast. No, I didn't eat breakfast on purpose <laughs> because of it. Uh, explains my lateness. That's fair. That's fair. Honestly, it's nobody's fault. Uh, I think this is a perfect time for us to look into our horoscopes because it's never our fault when bad things happen. It's not. It's never your fault. It's always the universe's fault. So let's check our horoscopes. Uh, Alexi and I have a wonderful app called CoStar. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that you have CoStar yet, uh, Bethany. Uh, as a Gemini, I don't understand, but like that seems like something you might do is not have CoStar. You're not a you're not a follower. Um, I don't want to. <laughs> Yuck anybody's yum. Oh, that's nice of you. But in my brain, (laughs) horoscopes are just lies. Yeah. I don't believe in arbitrary star alignments dictating my day to day. (laughs) But if other people want to do that, that's fine. Well, thank you for coming into GTFO Radio where we love horoscopes. That's very Gemini of you to say. I just want you to know. mm, Mm -hmm. That is always what people say. I'll say one thing. They'll be like, "Mm, a Gemini would say that. So I'm feeling attacked. Oh, you only eat mild sauce on your Taco Bell tacos? No, Such a Gemini. Just because I'm white doesn't mean I don't enjoy flavor, okay? I was saying as a Gemini, perhaps that's the... I was going into your joke. Oh. Get in? See, I'm not this that bright, listening. obviously. This is the thing. as a podcast. So we're going to take your, um, your horoscope from our friends and greatest sponsor, Vice Network. Um, they listen to this show religiously because this is a Christian show also, mm-hmm. you know, religiously. Gemini, your horoscope today. The moon is in fellow air sign Aquarius today, inspiring you to study topics that fascinate you. Brilliant intuitive insights arise, or I'm sorry, arrive as the moon clashes with Uranus. <laughs> Watch out go. for the messages that arrive in your dreams. So a message that arose in your dream was actually your dog shitting in a crate because well, you were when asleep. the moon crashes with my anus, <laughs> it's hard for me not to dream about shit. <laughs> Excellent. It's Excellent. working. That was that was fantastic. She did it. She did it. Nailed it. First time. Mm. Is this your first podcast? Tis. Wow. I know. You're doing great. Killing the game. Hey, Pisces. That's me. I'm going to get you a quick horoscope in here. The moon in Aquarius finds you in a sleepy mood. So rest up, Pisces. That's funny. That's really real. <laughs> yeah. Flashes of psychic insight and surprising news arrive as the moon clashes with wild card Uranus. Uranus. Hey, there we go. Okay. Wow. Me. Mine is, uh, all right. Aries. Mm. Aries. That's me. The moon in Aquarius finds you eager to connect with the communities you belong to and you're craving change as the moon classes with Uranus. (laughs) You're wanting to invest in something new and exciting. Just watch out for surprises concerning cash. I was actually about to leave here and buy an iPad. But that could be credit. I, I, yeah, I don't have to spend cash. On what, you, what do you need an iPad for in real life? Here. What do you need it for? Here. To do what? To do this. You Sometimes have a phone and I, you got a tablet right in front of you. I got you. a small one. So perhaps I need a bigger one. For what? My, mind your business, Gemini. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, Sometimes 
just AT&T told me I'm ready for an upgrade. I'm ready to upgrade. I got coins. I'm out here. Nissan sends me, my car will be paid off in one year exactly. <laughs> Nissan sends me constantly shit about, hey, you can refinance your car or trade this in for a better model. And guess what I don't do? That. Wow. You know why? Because that's not responsible. It's not responsible? At all. Yeah. At the fuck all i no what do you need an ipad for break it down okay i maybe i want to up my instagram game maybe i need to do some photoshopping maybe i need to start writing some more maybe i got some shit to do maybe See, i want to start, start writing a business more, on an ipad if you start writing more <laughs> then you're gonna need to get one of those keyboard attachments and you're gonna have to pay See, for additional wi-fi more money. every single month all that money i'm just saying i'm just saying i got coins i just want you to look responsible. if you would like to send me money Either for an iPad or, you know, whatever. Reparations. Uh, reparations, as it is post-Juneteenth and not June 20th. Uh, you can send me money at Alliblabla, A-L-L-I-E-B-L-A-B-L-A-H, on Venmo, Allison Lane, on Cash App. Uh, you can come to the Line Hotel uh, every Thursday at 11 a.m. I will be here. Just slide some money underneath the door. I'll take it. Just follow her laugh. It's <laughs> the way to find her. Something like that. BB out here in the streets. Wow, what a jam-packed uh, first five to six minutes that was. Yeah, that was, that was efficient, ladies. I'm really proud of us. How about we take a little break? We're going to come back one of the, with an advice column that was sent to this show specifically and not from the internet. At all. Well, actually. Be right back. <laughs> still here we found you uh this is still gtfo radio my name is allison lane in studio today we have bethany hola bethany newly 30 has a new dog so it's time to get into some advice well actually this was definitely sent to me it was not found on the internet not by the dog lady whatever um it's really ironic that without announcing this on the internet that somebody would ask me a dog question I crack myself up. Clearly. This is uh, definitely, uh, dear Allison Lane and definitely not the dog lady. I have an eight-month-old boxer who is at home for about eight hours every day while I'm at work. Although I come home for an hour on my lunch break and take her out. She goes to daycare twice a week. She seems comfortable in her cage and often goes in there to sleep. She also has been house trained for about six weeks. I leave her alone outside the crate for up to an hour occasionally. and She always seems to handle it. But I haven't done this when I'm at work. 
when do you think is a good age to start phasing out the crate? This is timely because your dog just shit on itself in a crate. Okay, so I grew up with dogs my entire life, though, so I have additional experience on this. Nigel is only 13 weeks old. He's so a new guy. He stays in the crate for a minute or two, for sure. If the dog is nine months old and she willingly goes in her crate to lounge and hang out and she's potty trained, try it. That seems like a really... I mean, people aren't potty trained at nine months. Listen. So, like... A dog doing well. But a dog that's nine months old is really like a human that's like five and a half years old. Oh, so it should not be shitting on itself. Precisely. Okay. So that's my situation. Nigel better be... How old is your dog again? 13 weeks. Oh, 13 weeks. I think you said 13 months. I'm like, wow, this is just... I could might have said 13 months. You may have said that. But (laughs) yes, let the dog out, especially if you come home halfway through the day, then you'll be able to check. You'll only be at work for four hours. And then you'll be like, hey, little dog friend how did you do for four hours did you chew through a blanket did you chew through the carpet on the floor sasha used to do that yeah sasha is your other dog oh yes i have a second one and she used to eat carpet that's funny yeah it is (laughs) it's adept for her moms (laughs) so uh it's interesting i think i want a dog i think i do I say this like as in I'm never going to get a dog. I will always be a dog auntie. Um, I work in the service industry as you do as well. And I don't think I have time. You don't. I don't think I have time. I think, you know, just this woman in her little plight right here of like organizing like a daycare and putting the dog in the crate, feeding a dog at the appropriate times and walking them and all this shit. This seems like a lot of like a time commitment. Daycare is strictly white people shit though Mm -hmm. daycare for dogs is not necessary at all that is like you feel bad that your dog is at home during the day oh so So you're making yourself feel better by putting your dog in daycare where it's like playing with other puppies hold on so we're gonna say post uh juneteenth that white people are not willing to deal with their white guilt as it relates to race relations but they will deal with it as it goes with their animals yes and they're paying a lot of money for it Mm -hmm. there is a a whole puppy pen on 14th street that i walk by every day that's full of white people's dogs uh, and they're spending a lot of money. Yes. To make sure their Sit dogs aren't lonely. Sit outside that puppy pen and watch the parents of these dogs pick them up at the end of the day. And let's count the people of color. There aren't going to be any. Exactly. Um, I recently signed up for Rover. So I'm like dog walking, dog sitting, stuff like that. It's I'll get paid like 20 to 30 bucks depending on the service. And it's super easy. This woman had me watch her dog at my house. She dropped it off at my house so she could go to the like Arlington Cemetery for three hours. And she paid me $30 to do this. Oh my God. And she had an Airbnb. She was just driving through town. She had an Airbnb that was dog friendly (laughs) and she had me watch her dog for $30. And this dog came to my house and sat there on the couch for three hours. I didn't walk it. I didn't do anything. I just like pet the dog. So what is the most absurd thing or absurd service that you've seen uh, that people are spending for their dogs? Oh, okay. So <laughs> I feel like you are, you're more in connected to this, I this am community. Because I, there's like dog salons. So I used to have a really old dog. He, when 
he was 16 when he died. I adopted him when he was 14. And so he had some, he was kind of blind and kind of deaf. Kind of blind? And How are you kind of blind? You because blind. he really just had no peripheral and you couldn't see far away. So if you were standing right in front of him, he could see you. Mm-hmm. But if you were like in front of him 10 feet away, he could not see you. Okay. And kind of deaf as in like, if I was like, hey buddy, he would not know. But if you open a can of Coke or something, he'll hear that because it's loud and sharp. Okay. But um, I took him to get, I had to take him to a vet to get his body trimmed because he would get too nervous because he couldn't see shit. Aww. And at this, like, it was like a spa, like a veterinary spa. And you could drop your dog off to to get, like, water aerobics. Yes. Yes. Okay. And, like, dog massages and manicures, like... I get my dog's nails trimmed, but I in no way considered a manicure. These dogs are like literally signing up for massages. Wow. So that is the most absurd thing that I've seen in terms of there were spa packages for your dog. So it's, it's funny. Um, we uh, last, what, two weeks, two weekends ago was Capital Pride. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to the Capital Pride Festival. Yes. Uh, and we saw plenty of dogs that were manicured ridiculously manicured and their hair was dyed they had in patterns uh zebra printed dog yes uh i think for me the most absurd thing that people spend a lot of money on in the city and i do understand it are dog shoes i get it okay the city's dirty you don't want to clean your dog's paw you clearly cleaned out dog shit out of your dog's paw today i can only imagine strange dog shit that you're cleaning out of your your dog's paw mm-hmm. or gum or whatever in the streets but like there are babies without shoes on and your dog has four shoes on. <laughs> Those babies without shoes on have tetanus, though. Yeah. Probably. Maybe. They're stepping on saying, rusty nails getting tetanus. That's the first thing that happens when you don't wear <laughs> shoes. You immediately, immediately run into tetanus. This is why you get a tetanus shot when you're a little kid. It's one of your first ones, I think. I made that up. You don't know. But I know you get it. I, you should stick I with... I get multiple. You're you supposed to get, get one every 10 expertise. years. You should stick with what Listen, you never do. so the only thing I'll say about shoes is that when I had this geriatric dog, he had, like, no grip on the bottom of his feet, and I had hardwood floors, and so he would, like, slip and slide all around the house. So I got him these socks with grips on the bottom, and I put them on him, and he started, like, sprinting around the house because he could finally just stand up straight. Whereas before, if he tried to sit on the floor, he would just slide onto his stomach. Have you ever watched Family Guy? Uh, a few times. Okay, so this dog, this geriatric dog that you're describing, reminds me of the character on Family Guy, Jesse. Jesse's the dog that's toothless that belongs to the pedophile old man that lives across the street that's obsessed with Chris Griffin. I'm that's unfamiliar kind of like with this dragging character. His, so Jesse is this, this geriatric dog with no teeth that's just like dragging its body it's a, like it's got two arms that move and the, the legs are dragging on the ground. This is what your geriatric <laughs> dog sounds like. It's just like just getting through life, however it happens. He was so precious, but he needed some help walking for sure. Mm. And so those shoes helped him. And I made him participate in a 1K for dog charity one time. Oh, my God. You made your geriatric dog that can't walk and can't see do some shit. It was for charity and all of his friends were doing it. Did and you it was carry this dog? Um, I did at the end because we had to cheat because um, 1K was too much for him. Yeah. It was for Halloween, so he was dressed up as a devil. And all these other... Did he know it? Because he couldn't see. Probably not. But all these other dog people <laughs> were coming up to me being like, oh my God, how do you get him to wear those shoes? So cute. And I was like, yeah, bitch, he is cute. Mm-hmm. And so I felt a sense of pride. And so I understand why people do it. <laughs> 
I was like, yeah, he doesn't kick these off. He loves them. Uh, how do you feel about dog therapy? What kind? Uh, actually, a, a psychologist. There are plenty of dog therapists that work on uh, dog's anxiety and dog depression. No, no, no. Dog therapist. This wow. is a real thing. Okay. There are dogs that are depressed and dogs that have anxiety. And there are people that specialize in handling dog mental health. Um, so also dog depression. I don't know if you guys know this, this is the real thing in the past 10 years. Uh, dog depression has been on the rise. Yeah. Um, it has dogs are committing suicide this- at a greater rate. <laughs> I couldn't even make this up. We actually had a, a show. It just is, you want to check the archives, which are on iTunes search GTFO radio. There was an episode that we talked about. There is a dog suicide bridge in France. Yes, there is. I've heard about it, but yeah. I think ghosts are leading them to their death. I you, don't think that's on purpose. You think ghosts are, please elaborate. Ghosts are leading I, dogs to their death. I watched a whole ass episode on that on like animal planet or something, or I don't know, but it was the area around there that was supposedly haunted. And they were, they brought like those, those like little thermometers or those like those like barometers that measure like those fake scientific (laughs) methods to find ghosts is what you're saying if you can believe in horoscopes i can believe (laughs) in the supernatural okay live your life i'm technically an agnostic but i have a healthy respect just in case they're real okay and so that way like they don't come for me like respect you if you're existing that's that's a safe way to go man i I definitely respect that um so in this space i think that if ghosts are real ghosts are definitely leading them to their death because i think the owner of this like castle manor or wherever is around that bridge he (laughs) died (laughs) that sounds right (laughs) it definitely tracks uh, and so that dog is just following his own. It is so unfortunate death. that this this is only a podcast because I've been sitting here mouth agape, uh, unable to respond to the absurdity. But you know what? These are facts. These, these, these are opinions and they are feelings. And I guess whatever's happening is happening. Don't roll your eyes. I didn't. You don't roll your eyes. What are you talking about? Going back to dog therapy and <laughs> dog anxiety, my friend's dogs have pretty terrible anxiety and depression but then i look at her family and they also need therapy (laughs) (laughs) sorry i would need to put her in blast so i think that that's the difference i think well is the temperament of the owner in the house well they do say the dogs like kind of like mimic you know you know their owners it's you you're correct it is just like children they say the dogs resemble their owners both Mm -hmm. in physical appearance and in demeanor so that's not surprising. My ex's dog was a mess. I mean, so a mess. And his new dog sucks too. The my other dog, <laughs> Sasha. This bee is six and a half years old, and she—you've met her. She has some serious like territory anxiety issues. Oh, your dog needs all of the attention. Yes, on just her. But she's just a bitch. It has nothing to do with like what. What is your dog saying about you? Is what you're trying to get at? <laughs> That's what we really need to understand. I will say this lovingly. Mm-hmm. Your dog is very cute. She's so cute. You're also very cute. Totes. You need a lot of attention. Me? Yes, boo. Lies. Lies? Li- and fairy tales. Lies and fairy tales. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let us be out if, in the streets. If Who I, needs attention? If I need attention, why would I wear this stunning outfit today? Listen, we're on the radio. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Listen, everyone. I'm wearing, I'm wearing my gayest possible outfit. Sidebar, I am gay. Um, you know how you know she's gay? She's wearing a hat. That's, that's, 
and it says girls, <laughs> girls, girls on it. That's how you know. Actually, I didn't know that until I met you that uh, you are not a lesbian until you wear a hat. Um, also that, and I specifically try to wear hats and or giant headphones that are gay looking so that men don't approach me on the street. Right now you have both. Exactly. But I don't have <laughs> headphones when I leave here. And so I'm going to be very alarmed to walking home or biking home. I'll walk you. It's fine. You won't. It's fine. I mm. can, I can walk you to some of the places. No, I don't I- need attention. I'm fine. <laughs> That's funny. So, uh, Let's get into this real quick before we take our break. You turned 30 this week. Trey Zero. How are you feeling? I feel great. I didn't have anxiety about turning 30. I had anxiety about turning 29 because when I turned 29, I knew that I would be turning 30 next. And so I got all the (laughs) angst out last year. Okay. And it was only a little bit of angst. What do you think, what is your biggest hope or I guess biggest disappointment is turning with 30? Because it seems like you just... Your, I guess your explanation right there that you've gotten all your anxiety out. Mm-hmm. What are you most looking forward to in your 30s that you've already like overcome in your 20s? Um, you know, I have always been very like outspoken with everything. Mm-hmm. I have no problem letting people know how I feel, but I like to think that I do it like in a constructive way, but uh, the receipts of my past have shown me that I don't do it in a constructive way. Okay. So I have been getting better at that, and I'm looking forward to putting people in their place in a, uh, with this voice. Oh, very calmly. Yes, and making sure that I'm getting like what I want out of my job with my employers, immediately like speaking to them if there's a problem. Being like, hey, remember when I set this precedent and I told you this, mm-hmm. and now you're doing the exact opposite and taking advantage of me? I am doing a good job so far at um, standing up for myself this and sounds, advocating for this me. This sounds like a message that we should save for you, you know, oh. and you could just play that for your next employer, the next person in the situation. You're like, I'm working on this well i just started a new job and they already like kind of tried to throw me for a loop and i was like no 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 i said this when you hired me and you said yes and you were like love you so much you were excited to bring me on i was excited to come on Mm -hmm. and then you immediately turned around and did the exact opposite of what we discussed so i was like hey remember when i said this I'm so gonna, becoming more assertive. Yeah. Becoming more assertive, but constructively without being like, remember when? <laughs> That's true. Yes. I guess there is definitely a way to like get the feedback and the response that you want. So yeah, harnessing that in your 30s, that sounds... Yes. That's, that's honestly anybody's goal. That's, that is all that's I'm trying really to good. do. That's all you're trying to do. Because my SAS level remains at an eight all the time and I need to, to just verbalize it you know, at a three. You know, I honestly think that... We're all trash people, honestly. We're all trash people. Garbage can, not garbage can't. You know, like, (laughs) garbage can, not garbage can't. Like, I always feel like we're always going to be trash people, but, like, I think that that at some point you have to decide that you're going to be fertilizer. (laughs) You know, like, you are composting. You are Mm -hmm. actually contributing something to society. Yes. You're not perfect, but you're definitely always somebody's trash. So just try to be constructive and good and worth some time. That's good. I'm proud of you. Thank you. We're going to take a little break because mm. it's almost the end of the show. And Florida Man is always taking up all of my time. So <laughs> we'll be right back.
Welcome back to GTFO Radio. My name is Allison Lane in studio today. Our guest, Bethany, has been fantastic. Wearing a hat, wearing socks, and cleaning dog shit. That's what this show's been about. <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> so uh, we're coming to the, the end of the show. You know what that means? It's time for us to check in with Florida Man. Florida Man is just a wellspring of joy entertainment and just surprising shit just it, you can just never go wrong there's just always something to talk about oh definitely it's always something especially this week because as we all know um or uh, homeboy trump hosted his his rally the day before juneteenth and like every headline that i'm looking at is i know i just want to like uh, I just skipped past that. So my favorite Florida headline from this week reads as follows. And honestly, the best thing about Florida Man is you almost don't have to read what actually happened. But like you should, because this always gets way more fucked up. Um, This is in Hillsborough County. Florida man arrested for drug possession while attempting to catch Pokemon. Right? That's great. That is good. But yes. which Pokemon? <laughs> this and is actually it like it? really, it, it honestly wasn't. And honestly, this arrest sounds really fucked up. Uh, in Tampa, Florida, a man in Hillsborough County is facing drug charges after a deputy caught him playing Pokemon Go in a closed Tampa park. Uh, the man's name does not matter. Uh, the observed Ortiz had marijuana in plain view. Also noted Ortiz was actively trying to catch a wild Pokemon. <laughs> A search of Ortiz's vehicle yielded 3.5 grams of cocaine, 5.5 pounds of THC oil, and one pound of marijuana. That's almost nothing. That's, that's, a, that's a soft Sunday night. Well, marijuana should be legal in all 50 states. He so should not be arrested He shouldn't for that. be arrested at all. But how still much is, an idiot. How much is 3.5 grams of cocaine? I don't think that's a lot. It doesn't sound like a lot. How much are grams? Who went to public school and knows how to measure things? Me. I honestly have no idea. Oh. I, I don't know. A gram of weed is usually $10. Okay. That's all I have for you today. <laughs> is that good weed or bad weed? Is that Florida weed or is that like... That's that high school weed. That high school weed. Yeah, like let me that get That swag? Is that yeah. what they call that? The swag? Just enough for one thick blunt. <laughs> <laughs> one thick blunt. Mm-hmm. So... I've asked you to find a uh, Florida man. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm sorry. One. Spider-Man spotted pressure washing Florida church roof in the rain. That's a good deed. <laughs> Spider-Man is ultimate good. Yes. Yeah. He is. He's pressure washing a church. He's a teenager and he's pressure washing a church. That is the kindest thing you can do other than pressure washing my house. In Florida. Listen. Wow. So this is Florida man from your birthday, correct? Um, I can't tell if it's my birthday or not, but I am just going to read aloud. Please, share. So, apparently, Indian River County sheriffs responded responded to 
um, a neighbor calling on his other neighbor, saying that he was burning a big pile of leaves in his backyard. Mm -hmm. So they arrive, and the 64-year-old man who was burning the leaves told the officers directly, I'm not burning... They were like, that's the smell of pot, sir, because people over the age of 55 call marijuana pot. (laughs) So he said, that's not pot. Those are just the leaves. There's nothing wrong with burning the leaves. I've got a quarter-pound bag inside. I'm not, he said, I'm not burning the good stuff. I'm just burning the leaves because he had <laughs> a little farm. I've got a couple pound bag in the house. So he just told on himself. Yes. And wow. the plants were five to six feet tall. So good for you, <laughs> sir. I was only burning the leaves. Quote, it's trash. You don't smoke that. I've got like a quarter pound of it inside. Where are they getting these quotes from? Are they coming... Are they telling the reporters? Are these coming from the police? Don't these people have lawyers in Florida? They're just they don't know how to be quiet. You are you have the right to remain silent. Literally, but people in possession of a microphone, people in possession of a soapbox, they tend to not shut the fuck up. People who are clearly high as fuck, burning leaves in their backyard. So then he did himself in apparently because they searched his home and they found like twenty items of drug paraphernalia. So he uh, just got very arrested. <laughs> I'm so proud of him. Florida mm-hmm. man is just, you're doing great, kid. And it also, it has no age limit, and that's what I like. Because Florida man could be 13, he could be your age, or he could be your grandpa. Yeah. Florida man, no boundaries. None. None. None at all. Man. Well, what a show. Guys, I think after this, this rough start to our day, I think we turned it around, ladies. I deserve a smoothie. You deserve a smoothie. I hope you I get one. I don't just deserve. I need. <laughs> <laughs> I need some healing. So. Well, I want to congratulate you for getting your reparations. Uh, if you, you would like to send Alexia money. Um, at Alexia Brown on Venmo. <laughs> uh, Alexia Brown on PayPal. And Alexia Brown on Cash App. So there you go. You. Send her some money. Honestly. Uh, give your friends some money. I'm white, so I'm just writing these... Uh, these names down so that I can send you money later. Hope you'll be writing some checks. Hey, there you go. Well, ladies, I think that is plenty. Thank you for listening to GTFO radio. You can listen to us live here at fullserviceradio.org at every Thursday at 11 a.m. Search us, me, on iTunes, GTFO radio, or on Spotify at GTFO radio. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Have a blessed day and weekend. Pay your black friends. Bye.